Once upon a time in adequately advanced magic. And then the uh, and then the gnolls came. What happened then? Well, they broke like all the windows here, and then they broke my face. Shall we chase after them? Yes. And you see that the vehicle is parked amongst several along the street outside what appears to be a club. In big, gaudy, bright lights, you see that the club is called the Glaive. We don't even know what's in there, how many are in there. Is there some way we can scout or see inside without being detected? Yeah, I think we should walk away from the club because the bouncer is eyeing us and then see if we can circle back to the back way. You remember that at least one of the buildings that you passed had a ladder leading up to the roof. Eventually you reach a building of which its roof slash ceiling is comprised of glass. All right, I'm going to cast plant growth in it, attempt to make a path across the glass section. Or it's, it's actually just one bamboo sprout that just goes upwards. The three of you head over, finally reaching the building in which the club is located. And you see that there's like one hatch that leads down. Welcome to Falcon's Reach, a city in which magic is technology. You're listening to Adequately Advanced Magic. have just plopped into this refrigerator and you take a quick look around it's mostly fancy meat that they're apparently keeping for later most of the magically created food only lasts for a day so they're just keeping some of the fancier stuff in here you pay extra for real food yep as you gain your bearings you see that the door out from the freezer is to the west and even though you've only been in here for a couple of seconds it's really cold. Oh, that's not a stretch. I feel very cold right now in real life. (laughs) (laughs) Is that door the only um, way in or out other than the hatch? Yeah. Well, shall we try to open the door, guys? Yeah, I'm freezing in here. I didn't bring my sweater. Are you still wearing your police uniform? Yes. That's a very important detail. Just checking. It'll be fine. Yes. No big deal. Alright, well, we try to open the door. You push against the door, and it's one of these doors that has the, the window. You know what I'm talking about, right? The window? Yeah. It's yeah. like a, is it like is it like swinging doors with windows in it or but like that kind of window like a porthole type thing? Yeah, it can be like that. <laughs> the window is frosted over, but as you push against the door, nothing happens. All right. Well, this is we're going to spend this whole episode on this just just bracing everybody. Joey, you know we can't open doors. <laughs> where's the where's the emergency? I'm stuck inside the refrigerator lever. <laughs> Do a perception check. All right. That is an eight. You take a look around the door and you see that the uh, the push latch is broken from the inside. That's unfortunate. The latch on the outside of the door appears to be fine, though. I push extra hard against the door. Like, so hard. All right, go ahead and do a strength check. Yeah, baby. This is only going to end well. That'll be a 19. Well, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, you strain all of your muscles pushing against <laughs> the door. <laughs> 
Do you just like straight like push it? Like, do you even like back up to? <laughs> I just I just straight push it. <laughs> you said the lever was broken, right? Uh, yeah the the one that would normally be on the inside. Is it capable of being mended? Uh, if you could find the lever, but it's too late for that because Sirius pushes with all her might against the door, and the mechanism just like snaps. See, the simplest solution is often the best one. Sirius, you tumble out of the freezer into the kitchen. We we did it. Does she do it silently and stealthily? She did not. <laughs> Can I try to do it silently and stealthily? No, it's too late for that. Okay. Sirius, you find yourself in a large commercial kitchen with about three long rows of kitchen counters. You see, like, there's, like, a basket of prestidigitate for various cleaning and seasoning purposes. And you also see three gnolls who were chopping onions, apparently. They're still holding kitchen knives and half-chopped onions, and they have, like, a look of surprise on their face. And upon closer inspection, you actually recognize these three gnolls. Meanwhile, Hukir and Niklaus, what are you guys doing? Well, the door is open, so I will cautiously uh, step out after. Niklaus will attempt to like peek around the door frame, hopefully without being seen, so he can see what's through the door. Sirius is going to tell a clever little fib. She's going to say, uh, "Meat inspection. I'm just doing, you know, the the traditional <laughs> meat inspection that police officers do, and I seem to have gotten stuck in the refrigerator. Uh, won't happen again. Your meat's excellent, by the way." <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and roll a deception check with disadvantage, because while you recognize these three gnolls, they also recognize you. Curses. Alright, 15. The three gnolls see you just explode into their kitchen, and then claim that you're here for a meat inspection. Yeah, inspecting the meat, which is in the refrigerator. <laughs> As it were. Yeah. They mostly ignore that. But the sight of you coming in here and scaring the shit out of them, they raise their hands and drop their onions and their knives. Do we, nice. Where do we recognize them from? Are we just pointing fingers at each other like the, the Spider-Man meme? Well, their hands are up in the air. Yeah. <laughs> One of the gnolls has a pretty nasty burn on the side of his face. Huh, that doesn't bring any bells. Sure, we had nothing to do with that. I thought I locked those. I thought they were locked up, those gnolls. It's, it's, it's flame blade shaped. Flame nope, blade. nope. Can't imagine should, where that came from. They should still be in jail. Perhaps perhaps you're new to the justice system here in Falcon's Reach. <laughs> Cirrus is like, I have full confidence in my <laughs> brothers and sisters in uniform. <laughs> He's like, all right, take it easy. Um, no need to do that. We're, we're not here to, to arrest you this time. Very loudly, the larger one that you've encountered before. He's just like, we surrender. As you should, but... <laughs> Yes, um, very good. Um, why don't you go and hold yourselves in the meat <laughs> closet, and we'll just inspect the rest of the kitchen. The three gnolls awkwardly shuffle over to the freezer. Thank you for complying with the uh, Falcons Reach to Police Department. You're upstanding citizens. <laughs> I see I see your time in, on the inside has rehabilitated you. Okay, please don't hit me again. Of course, I would never. I smile. A very convincing smile. Should we ask them why they're not in jail? Sure. How did you get out of the out of the slammer so quickly? Oh, we got bailed out. Oh, well, that's a surprise. Also means if they do anything illegal, they'd be in violation of their bail and they would go straight back to jail. Yes. No. Oh, oh please. I already knew that for sure. 
I say to to Hercule. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, just don't cause any trouble. Hercule looks confused. Yeah. In the kitchen, you see that there is a door to the north and a door, another door to the west. Is there any sound that would indicate which, if one's headed out towards like the main dining room or? Yeah. Go ahead and do a perception check. Seven. That's a natural one. So I hear nothing, or I hear amazing things from the wrong direction. I don't know. You try to get a sense of where you are relative to the rest of the building. The main thing that you're sensing is just this rhythmic vibration that's coming through the floor. And that's about it. It's like, it's, 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 Guys, it's, something's it's, vibrating it's, under it's, here. It's, 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 I don't it's, like it. Mm-hmm. Could it be an earthquake? I don't know. What's an earthquake like? I don't know. So, should we just explore? <laughs> oh, what are we doing here again? Chasing the gnolls. Right, yes, okay. Who? Hurt Gobsu. Oh, yes, Hurt yes, your, your goblin friend. Yes, yes, we should do something about that. They also did some property damage, if you might recall. Oh, yes, they will pay fines for that, for sure. <laughs> yeah, they should go to jail, right? The oh, for sure, hurt, yes, and be rehabilitated, yes. Yeah, and if they refuse, then you're authorized to, like, use necessary force, right? Well, yeah, to bring them to jail. Exactly. Um, <laughs> anyhow, let's... let's uh, well, one let's of these doors out. in the kitchen probably leads back outside, because didn't we see the chefs coming and going, and I feel like the kitchen would be near the exit door, the back door? Oh, true. I guess we'll just have to... Uh... Is one of them clearly labeled exit with the neon glowing sign? <laughs> it is not. I don't know if that's up to health and safety standards. Well, if it's not an actual exit, then maybe it's that's fine. True. Wouldn't put it past these knolls. Oh, I, I would assume they are they are pulling some uh, shortcuts here of that, I have no doubt. Nikos turns I'm to the knolls sure in the fridge. It? He's like, what do those two doors go? The big knoll says, uh, that one goes to the office, and he points to the one at the north, and the other one goes over to the hallway that leads to other places. Is there anybody in the office? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, you've been very helpful, thank you. I think we should check out the office. I agree. Okay, to the office we go. Uh, there, there's no meat in there. Well, we won't know that for sure unless we check. And that'd be a big <laughs> violation if there was. Yeah. You don't know how often I've, I've done these inspections where people keep loose meat in their office. The bigger Noel shrugs. My logic is flawless. Alright, can we lock them in that? <laughs> or is it just busted open now? The, uh, the meat yeah, locker. The, the mechanism that would latch the door shut has been broken now. Alright, can we like Oops. stick like a rolling pin through through it or something? Sure. We could just collect their knives. I mean, I'm sure there's probably more knives in this kitchen than the ones they have. All of the knives. Alright. <laughs> we spend time gathering all the <laughs> knives we can. Alright, if they're going to do that, I'm going to go over to the office. Alright. Uh, Hirko, you head to the door to the north, and you head down a bit of a short hallway that connects to another door. Okay. I examine the door. Yeah. It's not locked. I open it. You open it, revealing a somewhat small office. There's a Coca-Cola desk. Always. Actually, that's that's how we know it's criminal. It's a Coca-Cola desk, just like the, the Godfather. Ah, yes. <laughs> there is a chair, and behind the chair sits a large glaive hanging on the wall. Hmm. On the opposite side, you see that there's a large painting of a knoll in a tuxedo. And he has the Lion King grin. Hyena grin. Like, he's a little bit, like, googly-eyed. I can, I can imagine... I take many notes on what I <laughs> um, on what my investigation yields. Scattered throughout the office and on the desk are just like various notes and notebooks and that kind of stuff. 
Sirius and Nick Klaus, the two of you are still in the kitchen. Have we finished our job in the kitchen yet? I don't know what you guys are doing. What were we doing, Nick Klaus? I was grabbing up the knives the chefs were using and any other obvious knives and then walking into the office. Oh, yes. That was also what I was doing. Do a perception check. All right. Natural 20. Yeah. You find the three knives that these gnolls were using and you find another three. As you rummage around the kitchen, you find various other implements, but you also find one particularly fancy-looking knife. Ooh, I make sure to set that one aside. Yeah, it, it almost feels faintly magical. I'll we'll need that for evidence. Look, I'll be taking a closer look at you later. <laughs> it talks to you. <laughs> oh no. That's never a good thing. <laughs> I do request, Joey, at some point that we have a, a sentient weapon, but the voice is Mickey Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to see how much of a pain in the ass I want Sirius to be about Nicklaus stealing property. Sirius is not going to is looking at something else while he does this. What are you looking at? The onions that that, that were being chopped. I want to see how well they were chopping those onions. Oh god. Like, oh that technique. <laughs> Do a investigate check. <laughs> this is some good material. The well known knoll. Definitely not gonna get cut. Chopping technique. It's gonna get chopped. <laughs> I got a twenty one, Joey. <laughs> These knolls are trained at the Cordon Bleu. <laughs> you actually see that these gnolls are not trained at all. <laughs> They're, the, uh, the cuts on the onions are not very precise and quite jagged, actually. Nobody would want onions that were minced like mm. this. You sort of go through your head on how criminal organizations work, and you get the feeling that these guys were sent to the kitchen as punishment. Uh, They're not supposed to be here. Well, while they're here, they could at least chop their onions better. <laughs> Now do a constitution saving okay. throw. Con save. Bam. Uh, 16. Your eyes water, but you stop yourself from crying. <laughs> that would have been very embarrassing. I take a moment to lecture the three gnolls on how to properly chop onions, having learned from the dinner night. Well, <laughs> Sirius does that, I join here, here in the office. <laughs> and once I do that, I join them in the office. You can lecture them through the door. Yeah, I'm like, you need to cut it in half and then hold it like a baseball, right? And then you make even cuts across the side. And it goes, I'm learning so much. Yeah, we'll save that for our uh, cooking yeah. arc. <laughs> you'd think that would be the, uh, be the follow on to our taco finance I was going arc. to say, oh, you, yeah. you'd think that would be the taco arc, but no, that was about business. <laughs> that was about finance. When the class goes into the office, does he see a nameplate on this desk? Yeah, it says Rourke. Oh, Rourke. Rourke. Spell it, please. Like R O R K. Niklaus searches his memories. He was the leader of the Knolls. The plunderers. Oh. This must be his his office. Indeed. Should we look for um, evidence about who they may be working with, if anybody? Yeah, that's what I was gonna look for. Sounds good. What are what are these? What are the searchable objects, Joey? What has a little objects of interest? <laughs> is anything is anything lighting up when I ro- when I scroll my hand over it? Yeah. <laughs> Everything lights up. All right. Whoever's looking, do a perception check. Nineteen. Three. Sirius, what are you doing? Sirius would also be looking for incriminating evidence, so I'll also do one of those. Haha, <laughs> 20. Alright. Sirius, you just stroll on in, still thinking about onions, and you immediately recognize that there's probably something hidden behind this painting. Crooks do this all the time. Meanwhile, Hyukur, you rummage around the desk, and you find one of these mysterious disc-looking things. Ooh. Does it say anything on it, or have any symbols? Yeah, there's the symbol of a microphone. Huh, I take it. And in the desk, you also find a Detect Thoughts Magitech. Ooh, I definitely take that too. <laughs> Hyukur just has like 
a field day and finding things. You continue to look over the desk and you find an accounting book and also a calendar. Oh, I look at both of those things. We'll circle around back to that. Okay. Meanwhile, Niklaus, you come across a picture of Rourke and his Knoll family. Describe the family. First of all, there's Rourke in his tan jacket. And then... Wait, tan jacket? I thought they were black jackets. Yeah, his is tan, though. Oh, I did not know that. Okay. That's how you know he's the leader of the pack. Yeah, it's, it's how you differentiate all these other gnolls apart from each other. Cool. Standing next to him is a... a uh, I almost said a Rourke. But Surprise, it's me! Sort of close to that, actually. <laughs> Rorketa. <laughs> <laughs> is a gnoll dressed in women's clothing. It's actually sort of difficult to tell the difference between male and female gnolls. And then you see two smaller gnolls, both of them wearing bows on their heads. The crowd just takes a moment to reflect and moves on with the search. Meanwhile, Sirius, what are you doing? Okay, I'm going to try to remove the painting. Yeah, you can just do that. You, like, lift up the painting a little bit and you put it on the ground. Excellent. What uh, what does it reveal? There's a safe back here. Okay. Hey, hey guys, guys, check this out. Safe. Whoa. <laughs> okay, can we open it? Did you guys see any sort of... Well, is it a combination lock kind of thing, Joey? Do an arcana check for this okay. one. There's a, a null handprint. Paw print. Paw print, yes. Ooh, nice. 19. You've seen this kind of safe before and uses arcane lock, the spell. Does it matter? Which means it's password protected. Mm, um, okay, so I explain this to, to, the, to the crew. Um, have you guys seen anything around here that might hint at what his password might be? Well, he had a photo of his family, wife and two children. Okay. If only we had a way of knowing their names or birth dates. Is there anything written on the back well, of it? I'll is there check. anything on the calendars? You found a calendar? The Klaus exclaims as he realizes what everyone else found. <laughs> <laughs> I say the word password. <laughs> uh, nothing happens. Meanwhile, Kiki, what are you looking at? The calendar that uh, you said I found? Yeah. Do a investigate check. Natural one. <laughs> Moving to a new die. It appears that Rourke's handwriting is just terrible. Just absolutely terrible. Guys, can you read this? Let me take a come take a look. Yeah, it's it's indecipherable for everybody. What language is this? I don't even know if it's common. Is it common, Joey? Do a history check. Thirteen. Yeah, it is actually common. Oof. It's just written that the only poorly. Thing that, yeah. The, the only thing that you can make out is that it appears that he has a meeting scheduled about, like, right about currently. Oh. Ah. <laughs> but that's about it. Hopefully it's not here. Well, we can take his glaive uh, hostage. I can't open this, but if I do, everyone within 300 feet will know I did. <laughs> Joey, can I dispel magic on that spell? The arcane, arcane lock? If it's a spell of third level or lower, it ends. Otherwise, we have to make a roll. Yeah, also you could dispel it. Okay. Probably the best way that we have available at the moment. Okay, what spell is it? What spell level is it? Three. Three. Okay, third level level. Okay, the spell ends. I cast cast a spell. Cast a spell magic on it. Yeah, describe to us the spell, both what it does and what you do exactly. I choose a creature, an object, or a magical effect within range, and then the spell... If it's a third level or lower, it ends. Otherwise, I have to make a spellcasting check, an ability check. Since it's third level, it ends automatically. And so Herkir points at the lock, whispers an incantation, and there's a little flash of green light, and the spell ends. Yeah, the safe itself shudders a little bit, and then the door swings open. Woohoo! What's inside? 
You find 1,000 gold. Ooh. Wow. And four vials of pixie dust. Son of a bitch. We have to confiscate <clears throat> that. <laughs> and the gold. Okay, yes. We'll have to hand the gold and pixie dust over to the uh, local police department. Sure. I'm glad we're all on the same page about that. Hercule looks at Nicholas. Yes. <laughs> the same page. <laughs> okay, great. Here, I'll hold on to it. Oh, but you're right, but you you're not cleared by the uh, by the police to officially hold on to evidence. <laughs> but sometimes in stressful situations, you just have to make do with what you have. But you have me, and you have us. <laughs> I'm doing the uh, the math lady meme again. <laughs> like trying to... Hmm. Yeah, but all of this will just weigh you down in case you need to dispense justice later. I guess mm, a thousand gold pieces is pretty heavy, even though it has no weight in game. Uh. Okay, sure. This is probably a good idea. It's definitely a good idea. See, <clears throat> all on the same page. All of us. Completely. What else did I find, Joey? You said a calendar and something else. It's like an accounting book. Oh, that's right. But, Niklaus, was there anything you okay. wanted to do? We'll, 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 we'll circle around back. Yeah, yeah. No, that was that was it. Now I'm just kind of going to keep a, an ear and eye out for people coming to the office. Yeah, what do you do with his picture of his family? I put it back where it was. What a nice guy. I draw mustaches and all the... All the people. <laughs> Do you actually? <laughs> no, not yet. Well, we can try to get some more information from the knolls here and the other rooms, but I feel like we should maybe take a look at what we have already and kind of go through it in more detail. Okay. In a safer location is what you're intimating, I think. Yeah. Okay. Are we heading back to the uh, to the complex? Well, I think we have to escape the uh, nightclub first, since I'm not sure we can go back the way we came in. Okay. But did we have any, did we find any information information t- tying this guy to anybody else or anything? Well, we have to look at the accounting books. Oh, that's true. Okay, sure. Let's uh let's head out. I mean, we could take a take a quick glance. Does it say you know like you know fund of illegal activities <laughs> sponsored by you know this person like just right in the cover or does it just like <laughs> mm, you're right you're right <laughs> yes that makes perfect sense. Or is it just a normal accounting book that we would have to, like, actually read? Ugh. How about you do an investigate check? Okay. Uh, Niklas, you take the accounting book from here, here. I was going to plead my case for um, getting advantage from my work as a in accounting. <laughs> but I wrote, I wrote a natural 20. So <laughs> it's a 26 for investigation. <laughs> I had I taken that into account in setting the DC, but... <laughs> Fleming through it, there is a note about the maximum offer to make to Annette, with the money being provided by some unidentifiable third party. And the number is actually not a bad deal, unless you're about to be, like, imminently homeless, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But that money has not yet appeared itself in the accounting. But Rourke has also made notes about how big of a cut that he's supposed to take from this deal. And you also see that he desperately needs it because he's in the red right now. Do I get a sense from the books? Um, is it just his current businesses are not profitable or was there something that he like had to spend a lot of money on? No, it's just like things aren't profitable right now. So like a slow decline. Yeah. Or he's a very bad businessman because he's mostly a crook. I feel like those make the best businessmen actually. <laughs> okay. So I tell the group what I found. Seems like there's a, a third party that's actually fronting the money for the purchase of the plaza. I but knew it. But here, it doesn't say who it is. 
Hercule, you mentioned that there was a, a meeting that he was supposed to, or was it Cirrus? One of you mentioned there was a meeting in his calendar for today? Yes, but I, I couldn't read anything in the in the calendar, so I don't know who it's with, but... Is there like a, a location, maybe? An address or anything where the meeting was taking place? Or maybe one of the other gnolls would be able to read it? Or is it, is it taking place here? I would assume it might be it might be here. Maybe one of the other gnolls is used to uh, reading this guy's handwriting since he is the boss. Maybe we can ask one of the refrigerator gnolls. <laughs> one of the refrigerated gnolls. <laughs> yeah, they might know where you went. Ooh. That's a good idea. All right. Because I think we need to find out who that is before we leave. I don't think I got a chance to mention this, but there is a second door to the office heading to the west. Oh, okay. Yep. Hmm. Presumably into that same hallway? Yeah. So I assume you guys head back down... The original way you came. Yeah. Yes, we're going to. <laughs> yeah. So you guys head south back into the kitchen. It's still empty. Hooray. But also missing a lot of knives. Unconfirmed. Yeah. Are the three gnolls still in the refrigerator? Sirius, you peek your head to look into the window of the refrigerator door, and you see the three of them huddled in the corner, shivering. They've got fur. They're fine. Their fur is now covered in ice. Okay. Well, we'll let them out when we leave. Okay. I open the door and i'm like or sarah says um hey i need to ask your boss a question about the meat here do you know possibly where he is right now the big knoll who does all the speaking <laughs> can only shiver and his teeth chatter chowder 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 he attempts to like turn and look at you but he's too cold all right fine come into the kitchen where it's nice and warm <laughs> they like very slowly attempt to get out. While they're doing that, Niklas will grab a handful of the Princess Digitate Magitech from the bowl and <laughs> use it to, to cast it on their clothing to make it warm. <laughs> yeah, it takes them a couple of minutes to finally get out of the freezer and they're all once they get out, they're all just like rubbing themselves trying to get warm again. Okay, once they warm up, I ask them again. Yeah, the, the big one is like, are you sure this is about meat? Positive, I'm 100% serious. Deadly serious. <laughs> <laughs> or my name's not serious <laughs> and what do you ask about i ask uh where they're if they know where their boss is right now the big one seems a little bit hesitant to speak sir this is a serious matter he looks tight-lipped i might have to i don't know i there might have been some uh some errors in the uh the paperwork for your bail uh I can I could go check and make sure that your bail was uh, was 100% correct, but if it wasn't, you know, I'm gonna have to bring you back to the slammer, um, or you can answer my question. To try to help, um, Nicholas says, I mean, if we found contraband, that definitely would be violation of your parole, I believe. What contraband? Pixie dust. If we found some, not saying we did. I don't know anything about that. Serious, go ahead and roll a coercion check. All right, and then coercion check. I'm gonna use one of my abilities. My emissary of peace channel divinity, which will <laughs> this, is very, this is perfect. <laughs> very propose. Yeah. Yes. Emissary of peaceful coercion. It's, it adds plus five to my charisma. Oh, it's for persuasion. Okay, wait, hold on. Never mind. We'll just do a normal coercion check then. Which is Oh wait, intimidation. Nineteen. The big knoll is just like, okay, okay. Just don't put us in that freezer again. Okay. That's that's fine. We could agree to that. Yeah, the boss is supposed to have a meeting here. Right about now. Right about now. Bunk so bro. 
I mean, you, you really shouldn't bother him about meat right now, though. And maybe that could wait a little bit. Do you know who he's meeting with? No, he just calls her the, the, the liaison. Mm-hmm. Do you know where in this com- in this building the meeting would be taking place? Uh, probably ma- on the main main floor. Gotcha. Okay. I'm sure they can resume their duties now, right? Yeah. Remember what I told you about onion cutting, and you have a lovely day. Okay, but we have no knives. Nicholas goes through his things and retrieves three knives. Here you go. Oh, okay. Thanks. <laughs> Excellent. You're welcome. Okay, we're totally gonna not bother him. Okay, yeah, he he gets a little bit angry sometimes if you bother him in the meeting. Makes sense. Yeah. Okay, see ya. Bye. Bye. Guess we'll go out the to other the door. hallway. <laughs> the <laughs> yeah, the the three gnolls behind you just have a look of utter confusion, having been locked in a freezer for a couple of minutes, <laughs> and they head back to their workstation to start chopping onions. I don't see what's so confusing about this. Yeah, everything's very much on the up and up. Are they noticeably improved in technique? <laughs> Do a quick perception check as you glance back. That was a three. <laughs> it's too hard to tell. In my heart of hearts, so I'll believe it. <laughs> Meanwhile, the three of you head out the westward door of the kitchen. And as you step into the hallway, another knoll who's heading down the hallway sees you and he's like, Hey, you skies. You're not supposed to be here. Is this not where the restroom is? I got so turned around. Yes, we're here to do a restroom inspection. <laughs> Can you please point me in the direction of your lovely restrooms? Hey, are you a police officer? I'm a restroom officer. Here to inspect your restrooms. Do a deception check with disadvantage. <laughs> Clearly says Falcons Reach Police Department. <laughs> Falcons Reach Restroom Department. That's true. Uh, deception. It's the Falcons Reach Plumbing Department. Okay. <laughs> really you should have gotten the reversible jacket that says criminal <laughs> that she left that one at home uh, 14 <laughs> they rolled a nat one on insight <laughs> yeah. noise the no goes uh you skies with the restroom department we are we are we're proud uh serving members of the falcons reach restroom inspection <laughs> department yes the R.I.D. Everybody knows this department. Well, okay, I just want you to know it wasn't me. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> I won't say a word, sir. Uh, yeah, great. He lets you continue on your way. Here in the hallway, you see that directly across is what appears to be a employee break room. In the northward direction of the hallway, you see that there is a previously unexplored door to the left, so to the west. And you can hear a little bit of movement coming from here. As you look southward, you see that there is another hallway that connects to this one on the left, so from the eastward direction. And at the very, very end, you see the door leading to the main club. To the south. Yep. And to the north, it's just a dead end with that other door on the left. Yep. Well, if you want to see who he's meeting with, shouldn't we go to the... The main club. Uh, I agree. Um, should we check to see what that, that other door is before we move on? The one that's nearby. What is this, uh, role-playing game? <laughs> 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 I mean, it might be it might be labeled, uh, you know, I don't Let's know. check it out. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, so where do you guys head to? Where are we going to check out uh, the, 
the door close to us that we hadn't checked yet that was to the north. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the two of you swing a right from the direction that you're facing and head up northwards. And eventually you reach a door on your left, and the door itself opens easily. It's one of these swinging doors that you can just like kick in. You take a peek inside and you see that it's a bit of a storage slash loading area. There's numerous barrels of presumably alcohol and a whole lot of other supplies that one would need to run a club. In one corner, you do see that there's a crate full of Magitech. Ooh. Ooh. Well, I mean, should we check and see if there's anything incriminating in that chest yes. full of Magitech? Yes. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. The three of you head farther into the room, and you see that in the middle of the room, there's another door leading northwards, and this is apparently where you saw those chefs coming in and out of. This leads to the back. Uh-huh. The three of you head over to the crate of Magitech, and you see that it's full of the Magitech for the spell Friendship. Interesting. Ooh. That's odd. And if you're wondering why, go ahead and do a history check. I mean, of course I'm wondering why. <laughs> One of us is not wondering why. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, nat 20. I got an 18. I'm glad I'm getting all these nat 20s for <laughs> these little checks. Yeah. <laughs> the backstory checks. Information is power. Both Hirkir and Niklaus, and I'm not exactly sure why Hirkir knows about this, the spell Friendship basically allows you to use magic to influence the mood of someone, and it's generally frowned upon to use this on non-consenting individuals. Mm-hmm. But in certain social situations, such as clubs or bars, the Magitech can be a lot of fun if you do it consensually. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of like one of these things that people give alongside alcohol and those sorts of things. Gotcha. Meanwhile, Sirius has never made friends. <laughs> So wow. you have no idea what this is for. I'm so lonely. <laughs> huh, I wonder, why would somebody want this cast on them? I don't, I am not capable of comprehending it. Well, I guess Niklaus will take a couple for further analysis yeah, yeah, and yes, investigation. Yes, of course. Purposes. <laughs> How many do you take? I'll take two. Mm-hmm. And just for the sake of simplicity, there's a crate of level one Magitite nearby. Cool. Yeah, so here, here you know this, but since you are very hermity. There's an always hermity. <laughs> Maybe he read about it in one of those... Uh, he heard about it uh, from a gang member, probably, when one of his brief stints with... Uh, just thinking, like, those, like, little novellas. <laughs> romance novels. He would sit there with his mushrooms and dream. Yep, mushrooms can be friends. Mushrooms are friends, not food. They can be both. <laughs> All right, everybody do a perception check. 17. 5. 18. Nice. Serious, in your loneliness, you hear nothing. I'm too focused on that. Jeez. <laughs> so lonely. So lonely. Lonely. <laughs> Meanwhile, here, here, Niklaus, the two of you hear that y'all are not about to be so lonely. Someone is coming in from outdoors. Gotta move, gotta move. Hallway, hallway. Uh, hallway. Okay, I guess. We try to book it. Yeah, the three of you stomp off back into the hallway. Main floor. Main floor. Main floor. The three of you head south down the hallway, and once again you pass by the orc who is like, yeah, restroom wasn't that way. You could have told yeah, us that. Man. Jeez. I don't know what you do for your job. But you did hear us ask where the restroom was. <laughs> yeah. It's not his fault, okay? He has a hard enough job as it is. You know what? Yeah, you're right. Let's, let's let bygones be 
I pat, I pat him on the, <laughs> yes. on the shoulder. <laughs> we continue on. Yep. You head down the hallway, and to your right, or the west side, is the door to the employee break room. I don't think we need anything here, do we, guys? Nope. Unless we want some snacks. I think we're good. Yeah. We move past the door without going inside, Joey. <laughs> and heading downwards, even further down the hallway, on your left, or the east side, is a room labeled Central Heating and Cooling. Hmm. 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 <laughs> I find this to be a very unremarkable room. <laughs> I have no desire to go in there. <laughs> yeah, but we could mess with these guys. We have. We sort of are on a timeline... You guys, I don't know. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. (laughs) Time to be messing with the central heating and cooling. (laughs) We continue on. As much as it pains me to go past two doors without opening them. (laughs) Just just because it's an RPG doesn't mean we need to go in every room. What is this? What game are we playing? I don't know. What what universe have I been teleported into? (laughs) Well, Joey, I hope nothing important was in those rooms because we passed them by. Me too. I mean, we, we might have to come back later to get out. Who knows? While we're being chased, we're like, well, now that we're back here again, we might as well go into the room with no other exit. <laughs> They'll never expect that. The three of you head further south down the hallway, and eventually you reach the door that leads into the main club area. The vibrations that you felt earlier here, Kira, are they good have vibrations? Intensified. <laughs> I don't like them. I don't like this. Sounds dangerous. And you guys go through the door? Yes. We do it. We make our way into the club. All right. The three of you head into the main club area, and you take a look around, and you see the walls are adorned with various weapons, including glaives, and they're all shined to perfection, almost as if to create this sort of disco ball effect where all the light is sort of bouncing all around the room. Several hang dangerously above the booths, of which there are several that also line the walls. Ahead of you, you see that the bar is located in the center of the space, and it's based around a large octangular column. And you see that there's a set of stairs that lead up to the top of the column, which has a couple of couches and some seating. Every now and then, you see trays of alcohol being levitated up to that second floor area, and to your left, you see a stage. Standing on the stage is a dwarf, A dwarf DJ. He's standing on a pretty tall stool, and his beard is gelled into three triangles. (laughs) Oh god. One triangle is pointing to the left, one is pointing to the right, and one is pointing down. Nice. He's wearing these glasses that apparently have a Magitek insert because they every now and then keep shooting out lights. Nice. Wow. He's doing his job pretty well. Except for the fact that there's not all that many people here because it's about midday. How into it is he, though? He is very into it, and you see that on his shirt, you see the letters DJ Hammer Roar. (laughs) (laughs) And he's just, like, really into it. Cyrus is feeling it, you know, just just join this groove. Hercule does not feel it. Throughout the club are just a few patrons. They're mostly gnolls, but every now and then you see there's people of other races. And they're entirely the type that you would expect to show up to a club midday. (laughs) (laughs) Which is to say, definitely on the up and up. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Is Rourke at the top of the pillar? 
or do we see Rorak? Or can I look for Rorak? Yep. Do a perception check. Seven. It's a natural one. I see only flashing lights. Yeah, the blinding flashing lights from DJ Hammer Roar, and he's just like, every now and then he'll look in a random direction and like a beam of light will shoot out from his glasses, which is actually very distracting for everybody involved. But you do not see Rourke. Hmm, I say. Ow, my eyes. Well, why don't we look around? Like grown-ups. Yeah, we should do it subtly. Mm. I subtly look around. <laughs> what are you looking for? Um, I'm just trying to see if I could spot this man that we or this knoll that we saw in. You know, we saw the fo- the family photo, so we know what he looks like, and also his painting. Um, and so I'm just sort of like wandering around, you know, grooving, so that seems like I'm enjoying myself, which I am. You've met him before, I think. Oh, we have. Yep. Well, yeah. I just like I walk around. I act like I'm, you know, just there to like enjoy the club. In your uh, police uniform. Yeah, you know, sometimes in the middle of the shift, you might want to go in and, and party a bit. All right, first do a performance check. All right. It's a seven. You suck at dancing. <laughs> Not surprised. She's just like bobbing her head. Every time you try to do a move, your shield clangs against you. <laughs> <laughs> just like, ow! Ow! The few patrons that are here look on suspiciously. I do the fucking Commander Shepard dance. <laughs> now do a perception check. Okay. <laughs> Y'all should have sent somebody better. That is a six. Yeah. Somehow DJ Hammer Roar has also targeted you with his lasers. <laughs> ah! Nicholas, you're our only hope. <laughs> you accidentally look directly at him and you just can't see anything anymore. I can't Captain America my shield in front of me <laughs> fast enough. <laughs> Rip. Nicholas, what are you doing? So... What's he got a lay of the club? And he's been to clubs before for like after work parties and stuff. So he might not be familiar with this one, but general layouts he kind of knows. Where would the like the VIP or like more secluded areas suitable for a business meeting be? That's definitely on that second level where they're levitating drinks up. How far away is that from like the door we're at? Like how high is the second level? It's about 15 feet by length, but it also has some altitude. Like 10 feet? More like 30. Oof, okay. How far away did Cirrus and <laughs> Hircur get in their attempts? Are they like still within like a like normal speaking voice distance, or are they wandered off? I feel like this point they probably wandered off. Okay. And like speaking voice distance would be like... Pretty close. Yeah. Okay, Niklas will make his way, make his way up the stairs. Uh, how about... How about we say, Sirius, you headed towards the stage direction. Okay. And Hirke will say you headed towards the back. Okay. Niklaus, you try to head up the stairs, but there's at least one Knoll bouncer standing at the base of it. He stops you and he says, Sorry, guy. VIPs only. VIPs only. Oh, I was supposed to have a meeting with Rourke. I, I'm guessing he hasn't finished his. Nope. Uh, you know how much longer it might be? Who was he meeting with? I'm kind of in a rush. Should be 10 minutes more. Okay, okay. Who was, he, who was he meeting with, by the way? Hope it wasn't having to do with the whole... You know what? I shouldn't talk about that with you. He just shrugs and he says, Some woman. Uh, okay. I'll just wait. And I kind of wander off. And um, after that, I glance about for Hercure, who I think is kind of on this side of the room. Or no? Yeah. I try to make like eye contact to like meet up. Do I see him? Yeah, I'll give you this one. Okay. So I meet up, Nicholas meets up with Hercure, and he just tells him, 
So he's upstairs on that platform and he's meeting with a woman, but I don't know her name. The guard said about 10 minutes uh, their meeting should be over. So we can try to follow her or get a good look at her when she leaves. What do you think? Yeah, I think if we can just see see her might be enough since I don't know that we want to get into anything. So sorry, I can't, I can't hear you. The, the music's so loud. <laughs> I think seeing the woman might be enough. We don't want okay. to get into anything. I think any major conflict today. Yeah, just just information, right? Yeah. Okay. Where did Sirius run off to? I don't. I don't know. I start looking around for her. Sirius is still rubbing her eyes, like in the corner somewhere. <laughs> well, let's let's look for her and let her know the plan. Okay. Sirius, you thought you found a corner, but you're actually just in in the middle of the dance floor. <laughs> oh no. This guy's just, like, blasting my eyeballs over and over again. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, the way you're rubbing your eyeballs, it almost looks like it's some weird type of dance. Other people are copying it. Yeah, a couple of people, the few patrons that are here, start crowding around you and they start imitating you. (laughs) Yo, she's on some new shit. (laughs) Meanwhile, I'm like collapse on the ground, like no, with my hand in the air. <laughs> Meanwhile, Hirkir and Nick Klaus, the two of you are sort of outside of the crowd that has formed around Sirius doing her new dance move. <laughs> I can't even get out because I can't fucking see. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, please get away from me. Hirkir and Nick Klaus, do a dexterity saving throw. Dexterity oh, saving throw. Ooh. That'd be 10 for Nick Klaus. Six for Hirkir. In a singular flash of light, DJ Hammer Roar gets you good, and you also unintentionally start doing the same dance move that Sirius is doing. <laughs> Just twitching uncontrollably. Yeah, if a, if a podcast could have a seizure warning, <laughs> this would be it. This would be it. Please do not imagine the flashing lights. <laughs> Sirius attempts to attempts to force her way out of this situation. What do you do exactly? I get up and just start trying to like walk through the crowd. <laughs> All right, do a strength check. Okay. Okay. That is a 15. Yeah. You're able to push through the crowd, but you accidentally head in the direction of the speakers. Oh, no. Oh, man. Thankfully, I got out of that one. Also, do another dexterity saving throw. Okay. That's an 18. Yeah. There's like a sudden like blast of sound that basically just like hits you and you fly back scott pilgrim style about 10 feet but somehow you opened your mouth and you can still hear okay i I sort of put like one hand over like on like on my forehead to sort of try to shield my eyes and i try to look for my companions yeah we'll cut back to here karen nicklaus real fast what are you guys doing Hercules definitely looking for a way out he does not want to be in this thrash of people yeah do a perception check 24 yeah, it's not that hard for you to see a way out. You just have to sort of gently push people out of the way, Assassin's Creed style. Okay, he will begin doing that, or try to do that. What about you, Niklaus? Niklaus will tap into his ex- prior experiences in clubs and attempt to dance his way to Cirrus in such a way where his dance moves are timed with the music to avoid the flashes of light and the people <laughs> around him. <laughs> yeah, do a performance check. That's going to be 15 plus 5, so 20. Yeah. So Niklaus begins feeling the beat. He listens for the tempo, and he picks one of the dances from his repertoire <laughs> to match the tempo. It has a, a decent amount of like turning and spins involved so that he can avoid the flashing lights from the DJ's glasses, and he dances his way to Cirrus to rescue her. Yeah. As you start dancing, 
the crowd makes a little circle around you, and they're all like cheering you on. This is a great midday dance crowd. Yeah. <laughs> Only the most hardcore dancers go to the club midday. <laughs> yeah, that was what I meant earlier. <laughs> I see now. <laughs> you dance your way over to Sirius and you grab her hand. I pull her into the dance. <laughs> no. I just follow my lead. Okay. I'm not super good at dancing, though. Doesn't matter. I'm good enough for the both of us. Okay. Do a performance check, Sirius. Okay. If I'm following his lead, can I have some sort of advantage on that? I'll take it into account for the DC. Okay. 17. Yeah. Turns out you're not as bad as you think you are, especially with someone helping you along. Yeah. Just need some direction. She's getting into it now. Wow, Niklaus, this is a... I didn't... I would never have thought you were such a... Such a dance aficionado. Yeah, back back in the olden times, business meetings were like done in like sports where they would like hit balls in the holes, but now it's all just clubs and dancing. <laughs> that doesn't seem like the most productive, but what who, what do I know? She blushes a little bit, but she's a professional. So she doesn't let it phase her. So Niklaus then uh, navigates the pair of them like towards the edge of the floor and with an appropriate time to the music and a flourish, uh, they exit. Yeah. You exit and you bump into Hirkir. Ow! Okay, so... <sighs> okay, so what happened to you guys? I was looking around for... <laughs> Rourke. <laughs> and suddenly there was a flash of light in my eyes, and before I knew it, people were dancing around me. <laughs> and it might have been the most terrified I've ever been. Well, we found him. He's on that uh, raised section up there, and his business meeting's gonna end in ten minutes. There's a woman he's meeting with, and we're going to follow her and find out who she is. Were you able to get a closer look? No. Oh, why not? It's a VIP section. Okay. So rather than trying to sneak past the guard, we're just going to wait for them to leave, because then they won't know we were there. Oh, okay. Yeah, I would have thought, and actually I'm really proud of you for not using that that friendship magitech on the on that bouncer, because uh, that would be a non-consenting adult. So I'm glad you made that that choice. Mm-hmm. Right. Also, they doesn't last forever, so they would have known. Like, oh yeah, I but think it's like a like a minute. Okay. Well, I mean, I guess yeah, we have to maintain. But of course, it was because it was. It's not. That's the. That's yeah. not the reason at all. It was entirely because <laughs> of what you said. The thing that you said. Yeah. Exactly. I, yeah. I know. I, I. I know you're a good guy. Hugh, you're there too. Yes, I'm looking up towards the the VIP area. His eyes are on the prize. <laughs> Ignoring the awkward conversation that's going on behind you. Yep. Every conversation with my character is awkward. I was going to say, like, that's like the most conversations at the club, so, like... I'll say that. Here, you see a bit of commotion up top. Not, like, real commotion. This is, like, people are getting ready to leave. I sort of reach back. I'm like, guys, I think they're getting ready to leave. All right, we'll take positions so that we can get a good look at them when they leave. <laughs> what What positions are these? Yeah, right now I imagine that you guys are on the north side of the stage, near the top, near the entrance that heads back towards the back. So Niklaus will move to get line of sight on the stairs that come down from the raised section, so that as someone walks down the stairs, I'd be able to see their face. All right. Here, here, what about you? I'll position myself closer to the... Wait, where's... Where's, uh... Niklaus, because I think I'll go over towards sort of like where I can see the exit from the uh, the pillar and the exit out of the the club. Uh, southeast corner. Yeah, southeast corner. Mm-hmm. I guess Sirius will take the southwest corner in case Hercule can't see the woman's face. <laughs> in case Hercule fails his perception test. 
Yeah, there's multiple eyes on her then. Okay, yeah, I was gonna go into like the corner so I can also have eyes on the exit, but I'm also, you know, grooving to make it seem like I'm not stalking these people. Okay, yeah. From up top, it seems like everybody is leaving. Once they start walking to the uh, stairs and before they start going all the way down, Niklaus will kind of obscure his hands a bit, perform a small motion and cast Detect Thoughts. And uh, he's gonna be trying to target maybe Rourke uh, as soon as he sees him. Okay. First, a couple of gnolls head down the, the stairs, and they seem to be, you know, just like doing this out of courtesy. There's at least like two other gnolls followed by Rourke, and it's actually pretty hard to see who this woman is, because the gnolls are about seven feet tall, and this woman is sort of short. Sirius and Niklas, go ahead and do a perception check, because they're coming down your way. All right. Ooh, that's a nat one. Uh, I'm going to take this opportunity to use the Sorcerer's Feet Magical Guidance, spend a Sorcery Point, and reroll. Fifteen. I got an eleven. Yeah. The group continues to head down the stairs, and you also see Rourke amongst this middle group. When I see him, the tech thoughts hangs off of him, and so... There's no saving throw for the surface thoughts, and so I'm just listening to his surface thoughts, hoping he says her name in his head, possibly. The surface thoughts are mainly like, God, I hate this woman. And he absolutely cannot be more excited to get rid of her. Um, I keep it on him until I see a woman appear. Or has she appeared yet? Not quite yet. Okay, then I wait. Yeah. The group rapidly approach the southwest corner. Hugh here from your position on the southeast side, it's sort of hard to make out anything other than that people have gotten up to leave. Okay. Well, I'll maybe take a step or two closer. Yep. Make sure I can see them as they go out the door. The group reaches the base of the stairs, and Rourke looks in the direction of Sirius and Niklaus. Do we see that? Yeah. Sirius just starts doing her, uh, her... <laughs> Her like eye dance that she did earlier that was was all the rage. It covers her face a bit. Yeah, so, <laughs> so I just I just sort of do that to make it sound like make it seem like I'm just really into my dancing and definitely not stalking these people. And and Niklaus definitely had his uh, jacket on inverted. <laughs> <laughs> Pays off now. Rourke recognizes the two of you. <laughs> Dang it! We're because. I mean, he literally saw you guys like two days ago. Literally. Like any other police officer. <laughs> he, um, uh, as he makes a sudden stop, the other gnolls do too. And then... I am still reading his surface thoughts, by the way. Yeah. My best friends are here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rourke's surface thoughts are like, what the hell are these guys doing here? We literally were just talking about you ten minutes ago. Once he recognizes me and, and I hear him think that, uh, I, I want to use my action to probe deeper. Probe his brain meats. Yeah, go ahead and probe deeper. Okay, so he's going to do a wisdom saving throw. Deeper. <laughs> he rolls a 19. The spell ends, and... Uh... Yeah, that was it. The, the spell ends. Oh, I thought he like becomes aware of the fact that you were probing deeper. Uh, it, yeah, it knows that you're probing into its mind. Unless you shift your attention to another creature's thoughts, it can try to break the spell. But the spell already broke. So it knew that something was trying to target its mind. 
Meanwhile, Suze, you hear a voice from behind Rourke go, so like, oh my gosh, why have we stopped here? I'm late for brunch. (gasps) I try to get a closer look at the source of the voice because I know that voice. Yeah, stepping out from behind Rourke, you see Detective Valerie Wolf. (gasps) Oh my god. guys it's joey your very adequate dungeon master i hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode of adequately advanced magic let us know what you thought on twitter or instagram at aa magic pod or if you have any suggestions on what you'd like to hear join us next week as here nick klaus and cirrus continue their clubbing adventure <laughs>